Hello, this week on Cape, we're diving headfirst into the wonderful world of the circus. The circus is one of the oldest forms of entertainment in the world, and its tradition has been kept alive and passed down from generation to generation for years. It's a unique art form that combines music, dance, theatre and extreme sports into one spectacular show. In this episode, we'll discover what it's like to be part of the circus, how to become a professional clown and design your own unique clown face. But first, we catch up with our reporters Rosa and Lottie who went to check out Circus Extreme, an adrenaline-packed performance full of hair-raising extreme stunts. Today we're at Circus Extreme in Ava. It's a big X. And I have my friend Lassie with me. Say hello, Lassie. Hello. <laughs> oh my gosh, those sparkly things. I'm Lottie and I'm seven. I'm most excited to see everything. I love the circus. It's amazing because they can do very cool things. Also because they seem like very friendly guys. I'm most looking forward to the acrobats. And because they can go upside down and do cool things. Also, the clown is very nice looking. Clowns are hilarious. When clowns with face paint on, it's a tiny bit scary for me. People who are scared of clowns are double, two, super, triple, dipple, wrong. This is how We're sitting in the front row. I'm feeling very excited. I don't think I've ever been to the circus before. I love the circus. We're seeing cool mist and kind of lights and then this sign that says Circus screens, Extreme. And at the background it looks like it's space. The Extreme Stunt Show is proud to present the most momentous event of all time. Circus Extreme! First I saw loads of super cool things. Acrobats, and there was a string hanging from the wall, and a lady and man were hanging from it. And the lady was even hanging from it with her mouth upside down. When they went up in the sky, it was amazing. Because when the man was holding onto the string, and the lady was hanging onto him by putting her legs over his shoulders without holding on anything with her hands. I cannot do that. I would be crying if I did. I would like to go on top of a car and juggle. I can't juggle yet. I can juggle one ball. I used to be scared of clowns because of their face paint, but now I love them. He is very funny, especially the one at the beach. He hear the buzzing noise, so he had to get the brush and keep hitting it. And then when he turned around, he keeps he- hearing it again. And it was so funny. If I was designing my own hand makeup, I would have an orange face, but my nose would be as big as my hair. I would have a fake curly mustache on, and make sure I have the pinkest cheeks possible. My clown name would be Bonkifonkerous the Splendiferous. If you were to be a clown, what would your name be? I'd be Funny Pants. Why? Well, I like joking around and saying jokes to people. And what are your memories of the circus growing up? Well, I never went to the circus before, but I would like to go to it soon. Have you been? Not that I can remember. You never told us your clown name. 
that was intentional. <laughs> Stay tuned everyone, because up next we're going to get crafty and learn how to create your own unique clown makeup design. Hiya, it's me again, Joe from Recreate Island, here to stir your imaginations and wonderings, this time around the fascinating world of circus and circus clowns. Clowns always open up interesting conversations around friends and family. All you need to do is just mention the word clown and there will be an interesting story or discussion around why some people are cautious or afraid of them or why some people hope to run away with the circus and become a professional clown. A number of years ago, I delved into the history of a clown's makeup and stumbled upon a sort of clown's code, if you will, where no two clowns can have the same makeup. They have a very unusual way of recording, or copywriting as it's also known, their particular style of face paint by painting it onto hen's eggs. There is a place in East London which houses a variety of clown stuff. Most interestingly, different clown eggs from the past 70 years. So, when we think of a clown's makeup, what are the things that are quite common to see? Have a think about that. For example, do clowns all wear duck beaks? Think of as many different things or characteristics that you might see on a clown's face and head. Maybe jot or doodle them on a piece of paper. If you were to become a clown, what elements would your clown makeup have? Would you have a big red nose? Would you have a big red curly wig? Why not try being an egg artist and paint your unique clown identity onto an egg-shaped canvas? Don't stop with just yourself, but maybe do your whole family. Make sure to include your pets if you have them. Here's how and what you'll need. You will need some eggs, paint, markers, maybe a toilet roll, embellishments like buttons and pom-poms, some wool, old clothes, and maybe a lonely old sock. You don't need all these things, but it's really good to be imaginative with the things that you have around. If you have some hen's eggs, you could clean out the eggy bits inside, turn it into an omelette so nothing goes to waste. When decorating your egg, it makes it a bit easier if you use an empty toilet roll to put the egg on. You could also use this in your design and start on the clown's costume. To do your designs, you could use acrylic paint to paint the base coat and put the details on top with a marker pen. Or jump straight in and start your features. You could make the wig, if your clown has one that is, from old clothing that you don't want, or maybe some wool. Does your clown wear a hat? What type is it? Could you embellish the clown's hat and costume with little pom-poms and used buttons? If you don't eat eggs or you don't have any hen's eggs at home, you could cut an egg shape out of some cardboard. Did you know a clown's face paint on an egg can take a couple of days to do and if you're a professional egg clown artist, you would only make around about 12 euro per egg. Although this might be a fascinating job to do, I don't think I'm gonna be giving up my job just yet to become a professional egg painter. <laughs> okay, so you have your trademark egg painted face, but you obviously need a clown's name. What is yours gonna be? And what makes you different from all the rest of the clowns? Whoa, my face on an egg. If you would be a clown, what kind of clown would you be? I think I'd be an acrobat clown. And what would make your face paint unique? I'd have a completely red face. 
<laughs> I can understand how Lockley could be afraid of that. Now, let's hop across the country to Kerry. Our reporter, Paul, visited the National Circus Festival of Ireland in Tralee. When you were a child, did you want to run away with the circus? or Actually, I wanted to be a singer. <laughs> I was singing all the time, every opportunity that my yeah. grandpa would listen to. In the shower, like. <laughs> yeah. No, I went to an audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I grew up and I just uh, wanted to be an actress. Yeah. And then I just ran away with the circus after that. <laughs> yes! Hi, my name is Paul and I'm from Nace, County Kildare. I'm here in Tralee today to do a workshop and to see a circus show part of the National Circus Festival Ireland. <laughs> my name is Angelica Santander. What do you do for work? I'm a clown. I'm a circus skill facilitator. I'm also a director. Do you have a favourite trick or is it like you love the whole thing? Favourite trick? I now at this moment I'm really into object balance. Oh yeah. So that is... Like the sticks yeah. and... Yes. Yeah. It kind of looks easy. Yeah. But, you know, just to hold it, yeah. you know, for at least 30 seconds is like hours and hours of practice. Can you do it on your face? Yep. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, Every, several objects. <laughs> ah, no. <laughs> you guys the most dangerous trick you know oh that's the most dangerous trick that I know I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of a coward so <laughs> I can do the splits that's pretty dangerous oh, at my yeah, age that, that's <laughs> <scary>. <laughs> <laughs> how can kids learn uh, circus tricks at home like you can find in YouTube loads of information. Yeah. Uh, I work for Dublin Circus Project in Dublin. We also, in our website, we have loads of tutorials how to make props for yourself, like homemade props, and also how to learn. Do you kind of think that there is a skill in particular that is circus? But now I understand that anything that you do that is exceptional, that is different, that nobody else can do, it has a space in the circus. The workshop was hard, but very fun. We did juggling, we did balancing kind of sticks, we did hula hoops and flower sticks. I found juggling the hardest, but it was definitely the most fun. I'm really looking forward to the show later. Have you ever tried juggling and were you any good at it? I've only tried juggling with tennis balls, and let's say not all the balls stayed up in the air. Do you have any skills that could get you into the circus? Well, I am a bit of a climber, so... Maybe I could pretend to be a human monkey. I love to dance, so I could join a dance group. Hmm, a monkey and a dancer. What could our name be? I'll leave the monkey thinking. Let's check back with our Circus Extreme reporters, Rose and Lossie. In the second half, there were a big ball, and there were loads of smoke, and there were people on motorbikes zooming over our heads. scared because there's a ramp behind us and they're going to zoom through the air and they're going to go above our heads and I'm kind of scared because they might land on our head. I would cry if I got smushed under a motorbike. It was so cool. A woman who dived into a tank of water and uh, splashed us in the face. And then she went up into the air and sprinkled us. There was a clown and he was pretending he was a waiter. And that bit was super funny. Then the lady came in and he took off her wig. 
Oh, the tightrope is scary. Some men were walking on the tightrope and one guy had this thing over his lap and then one guy was on the chair and the chair was on top of the big string that he was carrying. If I was a circus performer, I would jump on a trampoline, jump really high up, do a backflip into some water, jump up high, do a backflip again and back onto the trampoline. If I was in the circus, I would be an acrobat. I would go on like the rings that you sit in and like twirl down because they, they look really fun. I'm not a little bit scared of heights. It is very funny, it has lots of things and it is very amazing. I really enjoyed it, but I wouldn't want to run away with the circus. Do you reckon you'll ever run away with the circus? I definitely thought about it when I was younger. I wanted to learn to ride a unicycle and go run away with the circus. And what about you? Well, I'd always like to have a home and know where I belong. We're reaching the end of our show, but not before our reporter Paul learns about the art of clowning and keeping the magic of the circus alive. What's your name? My name is Con Horgan. What do you do for work? I'm a performer and artist with uh, Fanzini Productions, and I'm also the founder and director of the National Circus Festival of Ireland. What is the National Circus Festival? The National Circus Festival of Ireland is a festival that happens in Tralee in uh, November. It is both a circus and acrobatic and aerial uh, convention, and it's also full of public shows, workshops for kids and adults, and music and dance as well. The crowds are just so colourful. Like I yeah. think people have like found themselves. Yeah, they're, they're a very expressive crowd here. Our yeah. audience is, is are great. They're great fun. So the town is invaded yeah. by uh, by circus folk and yeah. colour, and it's great. Yes, all the hairs are just crazy. There's greens and purples. It's really amazing. Wearing normal clothes and then having a normal hair is actually it's it's not the norm to be normal. <laughs> I think the most amazing thing about it is that people, audiences and towns and cities love to see us coming, you know, when, when you arrive it just lifts the town and, and for me that's really important that it gives people hope and it allows them to forget about their, their, their worries for a little while. You're very welcome to Shim Satira, the National Folk Theatre of Ireland. Thank you for your attention and we hope you enjoy the performance. had a great festival, but sometimes it has to come to an end. Well, was it a good festival? Who inspired you, or who was it, like, was there a famous celebrity? It's, it's funny, it's like everything, when you get into things, you get, there's a whole world of it, you know, so I started finding brilliant jugglers, yeah, that I was inspired by. Probably the, the big one uh, was Anthony Gatto at the time, he was a very big kind of numbers juggler, and yeah. he was very inspiring, yeah. yeah. What kind of training do you need to be a clown? Is it college? Yeah, believe it or not, there are many clown colleges. Clown colleges? Yes, clown schools. I've attended one in uh, France, which is the Philippe Gaulier School of Clowning yeah. and Buffon. There are many around the world, and it's hilarious because clowning is a very serious business. <laughs> is it hard to make people laugh? Does it like depend on the audience? You have like a really really bad night and a really good night because it's always been like oh you've been such a good audience or do they say that to everybody it's really hard to know because you could go out on stage and you could do exactly the same material with exactly the same timing one audience would absolutely die laughing rolling around <laughs> on the ground and then the other audience would just be really 
you know, maybe a little bit of polite laughter. I do think it depends on the audience, for sure. And, and Is there cultural differences in different countries? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like some jokes aren't funny. And yeah. Like, there's nothing universal, so. Mr. Bean, because yeah. Mr. Bean is universal. No matter where he goes, it plays brilliantly, yeah. you know? And the thing is, he doesn't speak in his show, so it's like a universal language of comedy, and we do the same thing. Kids at home who, like, hear this and want to kind of try out to see if they're good. How would they start up? Like, what would they use at, at home? Like, fruit? Because I know that brews for lots of mums and dads or something like that. But <laughs> what would you uh, recommend for starting? Uh, bowling balls. Oh, yeah. Uh, chainsaws. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, machetes. Yeah. They're really all really good. Uh, lethally dangerous as well. So, I mean, they should definitely start on those and, and just work backwards then. That's probably the way to do it. And if they survive, then great, they're in. Yeah. <laughs> Warning. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Definitely don't do that. Kids have so yeah. much imagination and joy and play, you know? Yeah. Like, basically, they say that kids are born and you're a clown naturally when you're born. And then you grow up and you become an adult and you forget how to play. Yeah. You know, you, the clown in you is, is it disappears because, you know, reality happens and you have to do certain things. And I would really suggest that kids would keep that sense of play alive in themselves as they move through life. Because if you, if you can laugh with people, if you can laugh at yourself, and if you can keep your sense of play alive, then you probably are more likely to find a dream life. I had a brilliant day today. I really enjoyed the uh, workshops, the parade and the show. I think it's really important that we keep the circus culture alive and we keep on funding the arts. I recommend other kids to try circus activities because it's really fun and you might really enjoy it and it might be your future job. We hope you enjoyed today's show and have a new appreciation for the art of the circus. Next week we're back with a jam-packed full episode. This time all about art, movies and dogs? Cake was produced by the RTE Junior radio team with help from reporters across the country. Compiled by Aoife O'Neill and presented by me, Sebastian. And me, Andrea. This is Anne. RTE Junior!